0: Hi, I'm Justin Boyd, and we are the Watchers in the Basement. I say we, uh, you know, it's kind of our gimmick here, but as you can see, it's just me today. Um, got a solo pod. I recently saw, in fact, like as of like a couple hours ago, I saw Black Adam. So I'm gonna give you my quick thoughts on that. Um, I'm gonna start out just kind of overall thoughts, talk a little bit about the 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 background of this movie, and then later on I'll spoil it. Um i'll give you a heads up on that so black adam of course stars the rock dwayne johnson he plays uh teth adam who later on becomes black adam uh this movie the rock has been working on this movie and bringing trying to bring this character to the big screen for for between 10 to 15 years i mean it's pretty crazy the production hell that this movie was in for so long and he finally Finally got it to the big screen, and um overall, I really like this movie. I think this is a a very good action movie and a pretty solid superhero movie. but I think the main thing with this movie is the fact the d c e u which you know is kind of a joke in the name of it, and also you know the movies have been pretty hit or miss and i'm gonna rank all the DCEU movies here in a little bit um uh, but the d c e u to add the rock is such a is such a huge it's such a huge coup to get him on their side i mean he you know the rock pretty much revitalized the fast franchise he came in in fast five and fast five and fast six are the two i mean arguably the two two best fast and furious movies um and i think adding him to the d c u will really help uh you know get this franchise kick, kick started again you know they've uh there's been a lot of issues with the DCEU and a lot of it is definitely, you know, with off screen things and management issues. And uh, but it looks like the rock has kind of positioned himself as uh, you know, the key player in the DCU, And uh, this, this movie I think is just kind of a stepping stone to what we might see in the future, but I'll get to that in a second. So the movie, so as I'm recording this, it's uh, October 20th. The movie actually releases tomorrow, October 21st. It's got a runtime of two hours and four minutes, which I really like the runtime. If you're a fan of the watchers and you've watched our recent superhero movie reviews, uh, you know, multiverse of madness was a, was a similar runtime. Uh, Thor love and thunder was also a similar runtime. I really like these like two hour runtimes. Uh, You know, these stories don't have to be dragged out to two and a half, three hours. I mean, if it's a big team up movie, i understand you know like obviously in game or you know infinity war but for an origin story which this movie is but i mean it also includes i mean it's an origin story that introduces a lot of characters so but i like the way it was done it was it was quick and i think uh i i think you get the gist of all these characters without having you know to have a huge backstory on all these guys so uh you know speaking of the other characters you've got uh Aldous Hodge plays uh Carter Hall slash Hawkman. Hawkman is such a great character. Um and the thing about uh he's kind of the co-leader of the JSA, which is Justice Society of America, with uh the other leader of the Justice Society is uh there's there's Carter Hall. If you're watching right now, there he is right there, Hawkman. Um Aldous Hodge does a great job in this movie. I, I think he might be the breakout star of this film i'm not i'm not super familiar with his work i know he's been in a few things but this is probably the most high-profile movie he's been in so uh he was a great great addition to the dcu um i mentioned dr fate who's also in the the jsa uh dr fate and hawkman i i'm fairly familiar with these characters they were featured in smallville i know they've been featured in the arrowverse obviously they're they're in the dc comics also but i'm not a comics reader uh, pierce brosnan plays uh plays uh dr fate slash kent nelson and dr fate is a character very similar to dr strange actually dr fate was uh created before dr strange so um there's a lot of things he does in this movie that will remind you of uh benedict cumberbatch's uh, dr strange but uh you just have to remember that dr fate actually came first uh but now pierce brosnan was great in this movie and his uh kind of kind of a limited uh, not, not limited but uh you know a shorter shorter run for this character than i expected um uh, also you've got adam smasher played by noah centineo which uh he is pretty big on the rom-com netflix movies so i'm, I'm not super familiar with him but. Uh, he plays Adam Smasher. Adam Smasher is uh, uh you know a, a character that I have a little bit of familiarity with. He's a character who can you know increase in size almost kind of like how Ant-Man does uh so uh you know he he's obviously a big part of the team and he's in this in this rendition in the in this movie this version of the character is actually the second Adam Smasher. His his father was the original JSA member and he was played by uh, henry winkler famously the uh, the fawns actor which has he has a brief uh, brief cameo in the movie um you've also got the character cyclone played by quintessa swindell i'm not familiar with this actress and i'm not super familiar with the uh with the character but you can see her right here if you're watching on the stream she uh spins around and, and has all these colors and stuff and it's actually. Uh, I I think this character will have a, you know, she's also a younger character, much like the Adam Smasher Mm -hmm. character. I think this character will have a big time future in the DCEU. If, if the DCEU has a future, which I think, uh, like I said, the addition of the rock will help with that. Anyway, uh, this character was a great character in the film. Um, yeah, that that's basically the main cast. There's some other big cameos, but I'll, I'll save that for the spoiler section. So this movie has a budget of 200 million dollars and the projections that i've seen for the opening weekend are between 125 million 150 i think that might be low but my predictions for the box office for these superhero movies has been off lately because i thought that you know i thought that you know dr strange multiverse of madness was going to make a billion although it almost did and I thought Lord, Th- Thor Love and Thunder would do better than it did, although you know still respectable seven hundred fifty million that's still a lot of money. but uh I don't think that Black Adam will make that kind of money, but you know it might make maybe six hundred million maybe and you know for an origin story for a franchise that you know has been up and down and and I think mostly mostly down, especially with the the bigger films. You know, a six hundred million dollar uh, opening movie from The Rock is is a good start because uh, I think he does have a big future with the DCU. Um, and speaking of the DCU, this is the 12th, This is either the eleventh or twelfth DCU film. It depends on how you look at it. The DCU obviously has two Justice League fi- Justice League films. You've got the twenty seventeen version, which was directed by Joss Whedon, and you've, then you've got the Snyder Cut. Uh, Zack Snyder was the original director. He dropped out. There were various circumstances behind that. And if you've watched our Snyder Cut uh episode, you'll know uh my feelings on that and that movie. I thought that movie was fantastic. But uh that's the reason why it's kind of it's not clear which one is canon. It seems like uh certain movies, you know, lean toward the Justice League twenty seventeen being canon, whereas other ones in their advertising like the Flash and and uh the upcoming Aquaman movie, it seems like they're pointing to the Snyder Cut being as you know canon for the DCEU. And I, I don't think the DCU has has figured that out yet. They're still without a leader. They don't have their Kevin Feige yet. And uh that's part of why, you know, adding the rock really helps because having the rock a part of your roster of superheroes, uh really makes that job more appealing. Uh I mean he's arguably the biggest star in Hollywood, so um that's that's huge for the dceu uh you know my 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 spoiler free thoughts for this movie are it's a very action-packed movie it's also very violent which it's 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 more violent than than uh the mcu movies uh you know black adam and this is actually in the trailer so this is not really a spoiler but in the movie black adam you know hawkman tells him he's like you know heroes don't kill and black adam says well i'm not a hero and he really touts the fact that he's an anti-hero or you know uh in this movie and you know hogman says you know heroes don't kill and, he, and black adam says well i do and he certainly does kill he kills quite a bit in this movie uh and you know some of the killings are pretty brutal so uh it was uh a little bit more than i expected from that front but in other ways it was definitely like you can see the dcu trying to be more like the m c u and like the comedy in this movie is very similar to really the similar to a lot of the a lot of the marvel comedy uh for the most part for me it, it hits with me for the most part i enjoy the m c u comedy as you probably know if you're watching this, but there are certain things you know certain lines were kind of cheesy, and the movie is you know somewhat predictable uh the the storyline once you kind of uh, get that going it's a uh, you know you kind of see where the movie's going but you know that's that's kind of the case for all these superhero movies that's that's nothing new um yeah it, i think that you know this film i think this film will will do better than people expect and i think that um the action i mean the action's a huge part of it you know and i uh <laughs> I saw this movie at a at a Regal Theater and I saw it in 4DX. I'm not sure if you've seen a 4DX movie. This is actually my first time uh sitting in one of those theaters and it felt like a roller coaster. Like I was being jostled around, and you know, every time there's like a, a someone's punched in the face or there's an explosion, which there are a lot of explosions in this movie, you know, you're being kind of thrown around and it was uh it was pretty exciting. I mean, the the action doesn't stop in this movie. I know that there's been some complaints recently with some of these movies that there's, you know, not enough action. That's not the case for this film. I mean, this, this is an all action film. There's a, there's, you know, there's obviously story in between, but there's a lot of fighting and uh black Adam is obviously very involved in the fighting as you would expect. So let's see. Um, I'll try to see if there are any other things I can say before I get to the spoilers. You know what? Let's just do it. So, I'm going to spoil the movie here and honestly uh if you follow followed the the media for this movie, the he has been on Jimmy Fallon, he's been on various shows. Uh this movie has been spoiled pretty pretty severely. I mean, the main thing and this is, you know, this would have been a super cool thing, but the post-credit scene we see Henry Cavill Return as Superman, so he's back he's wearing the traditional red cape blue suit. he's got the John Williams music playing, which is kind of strange because the John Williams theme goes with the Christopher reeve Superman, whereas Hans Zimmer had a theme for the uh you know the zack Snyder Superman movies but uh it's a very it's a very quick scene uh at the end of the movie, Black Adam is dealing with the Amanda Waller, who is from Task Force X the uh you know as if you, if you've seen the suicide squad movie or either suicide squad or the suicide squad movies you'll know that she is uh she's in charge of task force x and at the end of the movie she basically tells black adam that you know he ha- if if he wants to remain his in his ficti- you know his fictional country of of kandag he he can remain there but if not he's he, he's going to have to stay in one of her prison uh facilities And of course he's not down with that. And so she says something like, you know, uh, he says, you know, no one on this planet can contain me. And then she says, well, I can, I can contact people who aren't from this planet. And he says, you know, bring it on basically. And then two seconds later, you see Henry Cavill fly down, walks up to black Adam. And he's like, Hey, we need to talk. And then that, then that's, that's it. But, and it's a great post-credit scene, honestly. I, I wish it wasn't spoiled. It, it's been on YouTube for a couple of days now. People posted it. And, you know, like I said, the Rock has been teasing the Superman stuff for so long, but you know, it's exciting to see Superman back. And I, I, I didn't, I honestly didn't think Henry Cavill was going to be was going to be back as Superman. So I think it's great to have him back. Um, I, you know, I it the movie points to a sequel having uh, you know, Superman versus black Adam, or I guess I should say black Adam versus Superman, which uh, would be fun to see uh, in, you know, in the comic books and animated films, you see Superman fight black Adam. I mean, black Adams main rival of course is Shazam, which, you know, Shazam is the same, just like how Billy Batson says, Shazam to get his powers. Black Adam does the same thing. So, uh, it, you know, it's it's very curious what you know. At some point, you got to think that that Black Adam and Shazam are going to meet on the big screen. But in the meantime, it seems like Superman it will be in the the next movie, or maybe you know, maybe it'll be a Superman movie, and Black Adam will will be you know a part of that movie. I'm not really sure. But there's been a lot of talks since The Rock has been talking about Superman lately that the DC uh, DC is working on man of steel two. i don't know if that's going to be the title of it but they're trying to come up with a sequel to the Zack snyder 2013 movie and you know it, it it's really interesting to kind of pick up where we left off with of superman because last time we see superman was obviously in the justice league which as i said before there's two versions of the justice league and i mean the the i mean the thing about those movies they're vastly different i mean I mean the Snyder cut is 4 hours long it's double the time of the theatrical cut um but superman you know he he kind of ends in the same place in both movies so the the real big difference in that in the movies is the fact that in the Snyder cut superman's wearing the all black suit whereas in the uh the 2017 justice league he's got the red and blue which i know some people are kind of been out of shape that he's not wearing the black suit in black adam but i mean red and blue are his traditional colors so I was glad to see him back in that uh, back in the traditional suit. And I mean, I'm just glad to see Henry Cavill back. I'm glad that it seems like they have some kind of idea for Superman because we've had Superman, you know, we've had a faceless Superman cameo in the Shazam movie. We had a faceless Superman cameo in the Peacemaker series. And also in this movie, there's a, there's a really great scene where, where black Adam is fighting with, is fighting with Hawkman and they're fighting in this kid's bedroom. And this kid has like wall to wall DC comics, you know, comic books and posters and figures and all. There's all kinds of like cool Easter eggs. And during the fight, Black Adam tries to, like, he, I think he, sh- you know, Black Adam, his powers are similar to Superman, except for he also has magic, which is something, a weakness of Superman's also. So it makes him a, you know, formidable foe for Superman down the road. But in this fight between Hawkman and Black Adam, black adam like i can't remember if he like i think he shoots like like lightning bolts out of his hands and hawkman dodges the lightning bolt and the lightning bolt hits the superman poster and it and it hits like right where the head is so it's a headless superman which is kind of like a nod to the fact that we've had so many headless superman uh cameos recently but uh like i said the big the big story obviously is henry cavill's back and so that'll be exciting to see where we go with henry cavill and black adam but there's other cameos in this movie and speaking of a uh, peacemaker uh Amelia Harcourt which the actress is Jennifer Holland if you watch the peacemaker uh TV series on HBO Max that actress is uh you know Mrs James Gunn she's married to James Gunn she makes a brief cameo and, and her cameo is really quick but she is uh working for she's still working for Amanda Waller and there's a part in the movie where the JSA is able to apprehend black Adam um, because you know, black Adam is basically on this like revenge tour and he's, he's killing people. I mean, he's killing bad guys, but it's still the JSA are the typical, you know, the good guys who don't want to see people killed. And so they're, they're trying to stop black Adam and they finally, you know, kind of like, you know, they stop him. I mean, in a way he kind of gives him, gives himself up. And anyway, he, he depowers himself and he's taken to the task force X prison facility and, uh, Harcourt is there to receive him. And so she has a quick cameo, which I wasn't expecting that. I knew all about Henry Cavill and, uh, I knew Amanda Waller, Viola Davis was going to be in the movie, but I did not expect to see, uh, Harcourt in the, in the film. So that was pretty cool. Um, you know, one of the other bigger spoilers in this film and I was not expecting this was the fact that Dr. Fate, who you know is played by Pierce Brosnan he his character dies in the film now like I said, I'm not super familiar with the with the character. I mean, it's a character where he he puts on a helmet and he can see the future and he has like I said his powers are very similar to dr Strange and he he can manipulate time and like I said very similar to strange um but he makes a sacrifice play to save the rest of the JSA um, from this uh, evil, like devil King, who is the, the villain in the movie. Um, Anyway, his character dies and the, his, his, his magical helmet uh, also disappears. It kind of, it kind of evaporates similar to like someone being snapped from, from uh, like the MCU. So I don't know if we're going to see Pierce Brosnan return. Or if that is a, if, you know, if Dr. Fate is a mantle that can be passed on like a lot of other characters. I don't, I don't believe it is, but again, I'm not, I'm not super familiar with the character. So, um, like I said, I was surprised to see him, to see him go because he was, uh, such a, uh, I, I mean, he plays a, he, he has limited screen time, but he plays a big part in the movie. And I, you could see where, he could have a a you know a big run in the in the future of the DCU, um, because it's one thing this movie does it 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 really kind of expands the DCU the universe of characters. Like I said, you're introducing the the Justice Society of America, who was the precursor for just the Justice League, and so you wonder you know are we going to see. Uh, are we going to see the JSA again? Are they going to face off with the justice league? Are they going to team up with the, I mean, more than likely they would team up with the justice league, but the one kind of problem with the DC characters is there, is there all of them are so powerful. They're almost like godlike, like and, um, and obviously Dr. Fate is one of those where he has, he's just one of the most powerful characters in the universe. So um, to take him off the board, I guess makes sense. I just, I was surprised to see it happen in his introduction to to you know to the dcu and also his introduction to the big screen um but no pierce Brosnan does a great job as this character really i mean the acting across the board is pretty good in this film i don't i don't think there's a, anybody is like bad or anything i think it's uh to me it was a lot of young younger people that i wasn't familiar with a lot of kind of unknowns to me but uh the story the story's pretty solid and like i said it, it moves at a nice pace where you know, you've got fight scene after fight scene explosions and you know, the, the rocks doing some humor here and there. Uh, but, uh, all in all, I think it's a pretty good film. I think you'll enjoy this movie. I think, uh, especially if, uh, you, you think that superhero stuff is lacking action lately. This, this certainly does not lack action. It's, uh, honestly, you know, like I said one of those action packed movies I've seen in a long time. And I mean, it, it I don't know. It's, I think it's just the fact the rocks in it, like it, it it had to be, you you, you had to have big explosions and everything had to be bigger because the rocks in it. And he definitely amplifies that. And, you know, going forward, you know, the rock and, uh, you know, as black Adam facing Superman is it's, it's really interesting. And I, I honestly, the thing about this movie to me is that for DC fans, I think it kind of gives DC fans hope because dc's been in you know such a you know i mean honestly like an up up and down kind of it's been a roller coaster ride for them and they've kind of been in limbo for a long time and i think that that the rock by bringing back superman especially henry cavill kind of points the way that hey we have a direction now and you know it's also worth noting with the rock and henry cavill that uh both of them are represented by the Rock's ex-wife. She is uh, Danny Garcia represents both both uh, both actors. Uh, so you know the Rock uh, kind of made this happen. And I, I've I've heard recently that the that this post-credit scene was just filmed last month. So it's it's all uh, happened very quickly. But uh, I'm glad it did. It's it's a cool moment. You can find it on YouTube if you don't want to see the film. But it's definitely better in theaters to see that moment and to hear the music and to see. I mean. Superman makes a pretty cool entrance. I'll give him that. And I'm a big Superman fan. It was good to see good to see him back. Um so let me see. What else do I want to touch on before I get out of here? Like I said, just want to give quick thoughts. Uh maybe we'll come back and do a, a full show about this, but I, but probably not. I don't I think I'm the biggest DC fan of the watchers, so uh I just want to make sure we got something out there. Um i guess the last thing let's let's talk about let's talk about rankings so so here's my updated rankings for the dcu um as if you can if you can tell black adam checks in at number four so pretty strong pretty strong uh entry for me my number one was the snyder cut i thought the snyder cut was amazing i mean it's a four-hour movie obviously that's a ridiculous runtime, but Zack Snyder kind of took of like a, like a Lord of the Rings approach to uh, that film. It was like a Lord of the Rings style, like superhero movie in, I mean, in runtime and just like in the scope and it's a very grand movie. It's way too long. I agree that I agree with you. if if That's your complaint, but uh, I really enjoyed the Snyder cut. My number two is Shazam. I've said this many times, but Shazam is, is basically an MCU movie in the DCEU it i think it i think it would fit perfectly with the MCU if if for whatever reason uh disney bought the rights to Shazam which i don't think that's going to happen but uh anyway that movie the comedy the action everything is like perfect with the MCU uh number 3 was the suicide squad not to be confused with suicide squad but the suicide squad which is directed by James Gunn which came out last year um has a ton of characters it's uh, it's a ridiculous movie. It's more of a comedy. Uh, I definitely know that it's not a favorite of many, but I really enjoyed it. And then, like I said, number four is Black Adam. Uh, just action. It's a great action movie. And it's The Rock, you know, like The Rock, uh, he delivers. And I think he, I think he delivered with this movie number five is probably my most controversial because it's wonder woman 84, which I think everybody in the world hated, but me, I actually liked that movie better than the, the original. Um, uh, I thought it was just a superhero story. You know, like it was just a, you know, there's a MacGuffin, there's a MacGuffin in black Adam. There's a MacGuffin in, in, in wonder woman 84. I thought it was just a, you know, pretty decent superhero movie that for whatever reason, everyone hated last year, or two years ago. Now, number six, is wonder woman uh the original movie i like the movie i think it's very similar to captain america first avenger just not as good in my in my mind but it's a period piece it is well done uh i just prefer the sequel to that movie number seven is aquaman aquaman is the highest grossing of the dcu but like i said it's middle middle of the pack for me i uh I don't think it's a bad movie, but to me, it's a movie that I don't really ever have any interest in seeing again. So that checks in number seven for me. Number eight for me is Batman versus super or Batman V Superman, which I've seen this movie of all the DC movies. I've seen this movie the most, this had the, you know, the most potential should have been like the best. I I believe, I mean, whenever you put, you know, Superman and Batman on the big screen for the first time together, it should be an absolute, you know, home run but it wasn't there's there's a lot of really cool stuff there's a lot of really dumb stuff i've talked about that ad nauseum but uh so batman v superman's number eight number nine's man of steel which man of steel i uh i mentioned the john williams theme for superman earlier um which is a great classic theme everyone knows it you know uh but the han zimmer's soundtrack for this uh movie is amazing i love this the the soundtrack it's obviously henry cavill's first movie is superman and um you know those are the highlights uh the rest of the movie i'm not not really a fan of uh my number 10 is justice league the 2017 movie which has some decent parts in it but once you see it like up against or compare it with the with the cider cut it there's no comparison it's so it's just a watered down version that uh really kind of leaves you feeling pretty empty. So, and that's honestly that's what happened at the theater, you know, that movie Justice League was their big team up and you know, Marvel built up to Avengers and Avengers is a billion dollar franchise. All four Avengers movies have grossed over a billion. I mean, Endgame game gro- grossed almost 3 billion, like 2.6 or 7 billion or whatever. So, and Justice League should have been that giant team up that, you know, really Got the DCU like rolling, but it was the the exact opposite. So, lots of reason for the for that. But it's the movie we got in 2017 is just a watered down version. My number eleven is Suicide Squad, which has a lot of great characters, some good actors, but it's just a mess of a movie. And it's also a movie where there might be a director's cut in the future. I'm not sure. There's a lot of talk about Uh, the director of this movie was David Ayer. Um, there might be an air cut in the future. I don't know. We'll see. And if there is, I'm sure it'll be better than this movie. Cause this is not a very good movie. Uh, and then my final is, uh, the birds of prey movie, which is, I think horrendous. I mean, it's, it's hard to like get through that movie. Honestly, it's, uh, it's, it's really bad. Uh, <laughs> I, I would put it lower if I possibly could, but, but 12 is as low as I can go. So those are my DC rankings. Uh, got some problems. Hold on a second. here. So those are my DC rankings. Um, all in all, I think black Adam is a fun film. I think you'll enjoy it. If you, if you check it out, is it the greatest superhero movie ever? No, but you know, it's, it's pretty solid. And you know, like, again ha- having the rock is so so important i mean it's to to get the biggest star in the world to join your franchise uh it's it's what the dcu needed and i think the future looks pretty bright so uh thanks for checking out this 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 review uh please check out the watchers in the basement on social media we are on all the platforms let me get the graphic there so you can see it there we go follow us we're on a Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We're at Watcher's Basement. Also, use the hashtag #hashtag Watcher's Basement to let us know what's uh, what you'd like for us to talk about in the future. Um, as far as our next broadcast, we've got a couple things coming up. We'll have Brittany and Amber will be back to talk about The Handmaid's Tale, the popular Hulu series. So they're going to be catching up with the, on that pretty soon. And then coming on coming Monday at five, we will have our season finale of uh, House of the Dragon. It's the final episode, so we're all looking forward to that. So please check us out there. So uh anyway, we're also, you know, we're this is yes. so check us out. We're on we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. So give us a listen, subscribe, rate and review, all that good stuff. We appreciate it. And uh that's that's it. So thanks for watching, thanks for listening and we'll see you soon. Have a good night. Bye-bye.